0: Right, babe, we're back. We matched. Now what? Episode two.
1: <laughs> so we're back. Episode two. What is the topic today, Abby?
0: Today on episode two, we're talking about boundaries. Yep. We're going to be talking about boundaries early in dating and then also maintaining them in your relationship.
1: Why they're important. Mm-hmm. How to set them. And like how um, they're going to
0: better you and your relationship. Yeah.
1: Because it can be hard, right? Um, setting a boundary is basically saying like, you know, this is what I expect this is how I want to proceed and move forward.
0: And then also doing it with grace because you don't want to come off as like too set in your ways. Yeah. Um, there's
1: compromises. Yes, compromise is a big part of setting boundaries. Yeah.
0: Um, personally, and the reason I want to talk about this um, so early on in the podcast is I feel like there's a lot of, misconceptions about boundaries, especially for, like, I'm, I'm going to speak on what I hear, you know, the advice to women is, you know, don't settle for less. And, you know, whatever your boundaries are, you stick with them and like, don't let anyone tell you otherwise.
2: Right.
0: Um, so, I mean, just be very sad in your ways. There's really no room for like the other person in your relationship. Right. It's like, whatever the boundaries the women sets, like, that's the boundaries that stay. And I think boundaries is very important, but I think it's important for both people. Yes. Sometimes your boundaries are not going to match the other person's. That's kind of a deal breaker, I think. Do you want to talk about?
1: Well, why? Yeah. Let's let's talk about why we feel like boundaries are important.
0: Okay. So first and foremost, I think boundaries are important because when you go into a relationship with certain expectations, we don't communicate what those expectations are, um, i.e. boundaries. Yeah.
1: If those expectations aren't met... Mm -hmm. without communication, that could cause conflict.
0: Yeah. And then it's almost like the other person was expected to know.
1: When that's unreasonable.
0: And and all boundaries really means is that you are clear with what you are willing to bring to the table. Yep. Um, What you kind of expect the other person to do. Yep. And it keeps you, I'm going to say like safer, like emotionally and mentally. Um, Knowing what you can tolerate, knowing what you can handle. Um, and I just want, like, just be, be realistic with your boundaries too. Yeah. Um, like a boundary shouldn't be, you know, zero conflict. Right. It's like, I, you know, if your if your boundary is we can't fight, then I mean, that's never going to happen. Of course. Um, but keeping realistic boundaries, like, well, I mean, like one we can talk about is like communication, right? Like, especially early on in a relationship, I feel like the boundaries that you set for yourself and for your partner or that your partner will tell you they once you tell your partner what your boundaries are, they will kind of bring their two cents and where, where they stand. Right. Um, communication is a big one. Yes. Um, so we met on a dating app. Yeah. And we texted the when we first met. And then also like Instagram DMs. It was mainly like through text. Yeah. And I feel like when you are talking, when that's your main form of communication, one thing that can come up is like how frequently you're texting.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And that right. is a great place to start setting a boundary because it's from the initial phase of, of matching online. Yep. Right from that jump, you do have to kind of set like what your typical texting, like what your communication looks like.
1: Yeah. Um, how frequent, are you somebody who prefers phone calls or messaging, FaceTiming?
0: Yeah. And like time too, right? Because yep. like how frequently you're texting, how frequently you're calling. Yes. Boundary... That's important to acknowledge there is like the other person's time. Yes. Um, it's unrealistic
1: to expect people to be available at all times. Yeah. People have lives, right? We all have lives. Um, you know, as much as we want to feel like the center of attention.
0: All the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like
1: that's just unrealistic, right? Yeah. So.
0: It's like, it's acknowledging that if the person you're talking to hasn't gotten back to you in like five minutes, yeah. Um, it's not that they're not interested. It's not that they don't like you. Yeah. It's just maybe it's... Life happened. Yeah. Maybe it's... Something came up. 2 p.m. on a Thursday and yeah. they have work, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: they're in the middle of a shift or something. Like, I've experienced talking to people, like, nonstop. Yeah. Um, And I've experienced... I feel like you and I had more space in between our responses.
1: Yes. And that was um, something that I knew that I wanted to and I think we did. I think we yeah. set that boundary of communication fairly quickly. I don't know if we outright set it, but
0: at least not initially. I think eventually we did address it. Yes. Like the fact that we liked it and then we talked about kind of what our intentions t- intentions were. Yeah. I'm gonna pedal back into situations I've had where we were texting nonstop. And the minute you have to step away from your phone for maybe a couple hours, um I definitely got like that text of, you know, is everything okay? you know, I haven't heard from you in a while.
2: Yeah. Um, a little needy. A little needy.
0: <laughs> um, but I recognize that the reason it, it came yeah. up is because like it was out of the norm. Yeah. It was out of the norm to step away from the conversation. So
1: if you're constantly messaging somebody like every 30 minutes, every hour, uh, and then that cycle changes, it could like elicit a sense of worry.
0: Yeah. What did I do wrong? Did what I happened? say something? Yeah. Yeah. You
1: immediately like wonder like, is something going on? Right. When <laughs> again, like just to, tie it back into unrealistic expectations. I get it. You know, especially when you're first dating uh, somebody or talking to somebody, Mm -hmm. it can be really exciting. Right. And you can get caught into that situation where you're messaging all the time.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, That can't last forever.
0: No. Um, The minute it stops.
1: Yeah. Sometimes there's issues, right? Sometimes somebody gets insecure. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: And, and we're not saying that like, you know, we're not judging those people who, feel that type of way. We're, we're just more so bringing it to light so that you can recognize kind of how unrealistic that is. Yeah, because... I've also fallen in, into this yeah. situation, as I'm sure you have as well, right? Mm. Where, you know, somebody who you are used to texting, like, maybe once an hour, right? Minimum. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a few hours goes by. And then you wonder, it's like, oh, this is, you know, unlike this, or this is like... Unlike this person to, to yeah, do that. it's unlike right? the person, yeah. It's common to start thinking about like, oh, what, what's going was, on? Yeah. What's happening, right? When, I mean, like we talked about earlier, it could just be something as simple as like their phone died, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm, that happens.
0: It happens, yeah. yeah. So we know, I guess, when did you decide that you wanted to set that boundary in communication and texting where you wanted like space in between? Or I mean, just like the the ability to take this a step back without it immediately meaning something's wrong.
1: Well, it's funny because I feel like there's an expectation that comes with dating online, um, that you kind of need to be available. Mm -hmm. At least that's how I felt when I first started dating. Yeah. Um, I didn't want too much time to go by because I didn't want the other person to worry. It wasn't always that like I had something to say or it was about maintaining the consistency of communicating. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I would overthink like, Oh, like, you know, if, even if it was on my end, if, if I hadn't messaged somebody back in like two hours, but we were used to messaging each other every hour. Right. Um, like a light bulb would go off in my head and I'd be like, Oh, I should message this person just so that they think that everything's fine. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that's common among a lot of people nowadays where they feel like they need to be constantly available. And, and, like while at the beginning that may seem realistic, like that I feel like there's a pressure that builds, right? Like sometimes, I mean, it happens to us now where, you know, we might not put as much effort into our text messages as like we did yesterday or the week before, right? And it, and it, it might just be due to the the type of day we're having. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, emotions change,
0: and therefore your texting style will change. And yeah, exactly. You talk, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say something.
1: Well, I mean, I guess I didn't even really answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> uh so you asked me like when did I
0: yeah because because you I know I knew at the at, at the point when you and I started talking
2: yeah
0: I knew kind of how I wanted to approach messaging each yes. other, or how I wanted to how I wanted to be available yeah um because I wanted to do it in a way that was consistent that would be consistent like for months yeah. if you know and then eventually years like there's something that's consistent with my lifestyle yeah I'm gonna like interject with the when I realized it was during the pandemic. Um, I wasn't working because I worked retail, and you know malls were closed,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's when I, the same time I, I started going on or I started using dating apps. I had all this free time to message whoever I was talking to, um, and then when uh, work started back up, and then eventually in September I went back to school. Those additions. Or the things that these other things that like required my attention and were you know essentially priorities because I can't I can't negotiate when I have a shift or I can't negotiate when I have class. Yeah. Once those came up, like that's when it started. If I was talking to the same person and like say I started going back to work, it the the conversation itself, like the, the Whatever magic felt like we had because we could like maintain conversation for so long, it disappeared. It was, it was, it wasn't that we were anything special per se. It was just that we all, we both had all the time in the world. Yeah. It can be confusing as to like what the per, what the reason is behind like this constant talk. So I want to bring that back to boundaries, but first, do you want to, so I mean, well, I'm going to say that like that's when I realized I can't, I couldn't keep that up. Yeah. When I was in school and in work, I was like, well, I can't keep up constantly messaging somebody because it's just not realistic. Yeah. Um, so when I was messaging you, I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to have to be. I'm going to have to maintain a pattern that like, I know I can keep up with.
2: Yeah.
1: That's a good point. But Uh, you knew that too. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I just sort of don't like talking about certain things via text message.
2: Mm, Um,
1: And I think I made that boundary pretty clear with you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. Like pretty, pretty early in our relationship. Right. Casual conversation. Hey, like, how are you doing? Like, how's your day going? Like, here's what I did. Here's what I'm going to do. Like I'm, I'm cool with all that stuff. But when it comes down to heavier topics or like deeper conversations, I prefer to do those in person because like my issue with texting in that regard is that there's a lack of tone, yep. right? Yep. And when there's a lack of tone, it leaves the reader with the responsibility of determining that tone, Yeah. right? And sometimes depending on the emotional state that that person's in, uh, they might interpret it differently than how it was meant to be received. Yeah. I've experienced situations like that where, you know, there's like, there's been arguments via, via text messaging. Yeah. Like one of the boundaries that I set with myself and therefore like with the person that I was going to date is that like, when it comes to important discussions, I would prefer to like have those over a phone call. In contrast, one of the things that you brought up early on was that like, you mentioned how you like texting because it kind of gives you time to formulate a response or like yeah. uh create a discussion that isn't
0: like essentially I'd have time yeah to think about my answers or to think about what I want to say or how I want to say it. And
1: that I do appreciate that about texting. It gives you that time to really think about what you want to say. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's easier to get a point across via texting, depending on the emotional state like somebody's in. Yeah. than it is. And I, and I understood that. And I think that's something that we kind of compromised on maybe with, maybe without outright saying it, Yeah. but you know, because like I said, I, I preferred having phone calls with certain topics, topics of discussions. Yeah. And then you were like, well, listen, like I, I sometimes would prefer to, to, to type those out, write those out because it gives me more time to think about them and like really reflect on like what it is I'm trying to convey. Right. Yeah. And that was something that like, you know, when you brought that up, I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Depends on the person. Yeah.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah,
0: And uh, the boundary that sets is like, it's, it's keeping you in a comfort zone. Yeah. And as long as you have a good reason to be in that comfort zone. Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, like compromise is probably your best bet. Yeah. Um, I feel like there are still things like if I'm um, very emotional about a topic, I feel like I'll still initiate the conversation through text so I can get all my points out. Yeah. Um, but then usually what will happen is I think you'll give me like a phone call.
1: Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, like can, we, <laughs> yeah, can we talk on the phone?
0: <laughs> so I think that's actually a really good compromise. We didn't even outright say that. I just, I'm noticing it now that you're, you've said that we've compromised. Yeah. Like I, there are certain things that I can't say initially. Yeah. Like just, I can't call and start talking about them because it, either, um, the ideas are all jumbled in my head or maybe I'll get emotional. Even like I'll start crying in the middle of what I'm trying to say and then I'm not getting my information out. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah like it, so I I liked that um both of us individually and from previous experiences kind of established what our boundaries are with texting. Yeah. Um we weren't going to we weren't going to enter like situationships or relationships with people.
1: Situate, I like that.
0: <laughs> it's something I've heard is that I think I like have them.
1: too. Yeah, where is that from, a situationship? I think it's, I think it's from a show.
0: I don't know. I've, I've started just hearing it like circulating. Okay. But, um, like on Instagram and stuff, but yeah. I think that's when you're at a point where you don't know what the relationship is yet. Like it hasn't been determined, yeah. um, or established yet. Yeah. So like in the beginning stages of dating, I think, I hope I'm using that right. But <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to enter a conversation with anybody where it would become an issue Yeah. that I wasn't text, uh, texting frequently. I had like, there was this like a very, a very brief interaction with someone who added me at like his main form of communication was Snapchat. And so he added me on Snapchat and I had work (laughs) the next day. So for like for six hours, I didn't wasn't on Snapchat. Yeah. And, uh, his response, like after like a, a, maybe a day and a half of talking, I think because the app and then Snapchat, his response to me being gone for six hours was, I guess you're the ghosting type. Glad I found that out. And then just unadded me. yeah Wow. And, uh, which was fine. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a little weird, but it was fine in the sense that like I, we both realized early on our expectations for communication, very different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I I shouldn't sound so judgy. I mean, like. If,
0: I was, I was at the time. Yeah. It was the first time I experienced it. Right. And I think the first time I tell people that.
1: Yeah. Some people do need more sh- reassurance than others, which is totally fine.
0: Yeah. Um, All that really meant is we weren't compatible. I exactly.
1: Guess, and I, and I, I think like, Um, and we'll probably discuss this on a communications episode, texting habits. I don't think should be overlooked. It's easier to communicate with somebody who has like a similar vibe to you. Like pay attention to that because otherwise you might find yourself in a situation where you feel obligated to either keep up with somebody's texting habits or dial back. If you're, if you are somebody who's more prone to that more consistent communication.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, we're gonna have an episode on communication because I feel like there's so much oh, it's, yeah.
1: so much ties to talk in about everything. there. Yeah.
0: Um Another form of boundaries I want to get into though was like physical boundaries. So
1: what's an example <laughs> of a physical boundary? Maybe that we've set.
0: I mean I, I guess like early on. Early on in dating, I, I think it was like the third date, like I vote no, second date. Can I tell the story?
1: Yeah, you can tell any story. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> um,
2: this is actually
1: one of my favorite stories. <laughs> Probably one of the more humbling experiences for me, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm here for it. I it love was, it.
0: I think it, it was just the reason I like telling it is because I think it spoke volumes as to what we were getting into. Right. Which was something great. So, um, can I, can I actually start yeah, it? And yeah, then like, I'll, I'll let
1: you, uh, jump in when it's, when it's like,
2: yeah, absolutely, time. yeah,
1: so I feel like during our first date, it wasn't like physical intimacy wasn't really discussed. I'm somebody who, uh, Likes to take things slow Mm -hmm. when it comes to intimacy. Although in the past I felt like I felt like pressure to speed things up. Um, With you, I didn't feel that pressure. So like didn't make any sort of move on on the first date. But the pressure actually like set in on the second date where I was like, all right, like I haven't made like I haven't like went in for a kiss. uh, Haven't held her hand. Um, I feel like I need to do something to let you know Mm -hmm. that. I like, I was interested, right. Yeah. In being more than just friends. Yeah. Right. Because that's something that isn't always easily identifiable. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like everyone expects a clear sign.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We had a great date mm-hmm. by the lake, got to gelato yes. on a uh, date number two and, uh, Abby, um, we were parked in different areas. Yeah. So Abby was like driving me back to my car. And the entire time, like we're talking uh, in the car. and, but I'm not hearing anything, right? Like all I'm thinking about is like, I'm definitely going to ask her to kiss me. So I'm probably just in the passenger seat. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're probably talking and I'm just like, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> just like sweating bullets. So at first I'm like, all right, like I'm going to do it in the car. And then, uh, and then I think you had said, oh, like, let me, uh, like, come like, out and say bye. Come out and say goodbye, right? Yeah. So I get out of the passenger seat and I'm like this is it? This is my moment. I'm I'm doing it. Yeah. And uh you you we go in for the hug and then I kind of like stop you like before you embrace me. I'm yeah. like I look at you and I'm like can I kiss you? Yeah. And then what happened? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: and uh so I don't know and I I guess this is this you know speaks volumes on our not necessarily our boundaries, but our expectations on the boundary. Yeah, it didn't even occur to me.
1: Like you weren't expecting. I wasn't expecting. Totally it at caught at off all. guard. Yeah.
0: Um. So I had to like you know, I was like um, <laughs> as you do.
2: As you do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. And then I was like, I was like, next time. Yeah. Um. Is what I said. Um. And then we just went in for the hug. Yeah. Uh, you were very understanding. Oh, very.
1: Yeah. 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 I uh like even texted you after the fact that like, Hey, listen, I really appreciate your honesty here. And I was, I was just, I was humbled by the situation. Right. Um, Because I feel like not everybody would have the composure in that situation to like kind of stick to their guns and be like, you know, I'm, I'm not ready yet.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Some people might feel that pressure because like they, like, I mean, up until that point, I think, you know, date two, like, we felt like it was going pretty well. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that like, you know, we need to jump right into like, Oh, like let's, yeah. let's make this more physical. Right? Yeah, because I had, you, you weren't comfortable at that point. Yeah. Right. Which made total sense. Yeah. So I wanted to let you know that I don't worry about it. Cause yeah. I remember you, like you, I, <laughs> you texted me after as well.
0: <laughs> I did. I, I wanted to clarify because first of all, I felt very awkward yeah. because it's not something I, I don't, I don't think I'd done that. Um, prior.
1: I walked away, like I was literally smiling. I was like, that's a badass move. I love <laughs> and that.
0: And then I had to do like a, a three-point turn to get out of the parking lot. It ended up being like a five-point turn.
1: <laughs> just
2: frazzled. Because
0: <laughs> I was so flustered.
2: What just happened? Um Yeah.
0: I, I was I was very flattered. But um it it and it had it honestly had very little to do with you and like you and I. I know. Um I know. it was more and again, that's just, it, how it fits into boundaries is that was a boundary I'd set for myself. Exactly. Um like relatively early on in, 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 I even think like even before meeting anybody, I feel like I kind of already established that boundary. It's like, how do I want to approach this Yes. in a way that like the pace will feel like true to who I am. Yeah. And so I think I'd said, I think I'd said next time, but then we you had did. a conversation about, you know,
2: boundaries. Yeah. So this yeah. The boundaries. Yeah.
1: On the next date, And I felt like it had to be discussed. Like, yeah. I think we waited until like the end of the day because yeah. it's, it is kind of awkward to just bring up, Yeah. you know, especially that early. Yeah. But yeah, we had talked about it on the third day. And I was like, Hey, listen, like, I really like where this is going. And I know that you had said like next time, but I don't no, want you to feel, Yeah, I don't want us to feel pressured to like move to that next phase if, if we're not ready. Right. Yeah. So even after like the third day, like we, yeah, we, there was really like, like other than like the embrace of like meeting and saying goodbye, there wasn't any like additional intimacy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think we really saved until day four. And, uh, yeah, yeah. but I liked that. I liked that we, in, in terms of like those initial moments of intimacy,
2: Yeah.
0: um, that can come off as pretty innocent and customary. Yeah. Um, I remember people like friends of mine asking like after the first date, like, oh, you know, did you kiss him? Yeah. Um, and I was like on the first date. Um, so again, not judgmental, just, it, it's not even something that occurred to
2: exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I loved it. Like I, I wouldn't change a thing about that experience because it like, it also like added a level of innocence to you that I hadn't really like (laughs) anticipated, but it was something that like, you know, your honesty uh, meant a lot to me. Right. And that's why I, I I feel like I I was able to take it with such stride. I could, I could have taken it poorly. I could have taken it as rejection, Yeah. but you know, level heads prevail in situations like that. And I recognize that like, this has been a really great thing and like I want to continue it because what's the rush, right? What's the rush yeah. like long term if we're in it for the long haul. You know, there's no rush in in and I feel like I feel like that's like a misconception in modern dating where you kind of have to like rush into you intimacy. To, yeah,
0: like you need to know things.
1: Yeah, exactly. to
0: make the decision of
1: Yeah. Like it was something that I uh had just assumed that I had to do. Yeah. Which is another reason why I appreciated the situation so much because it, it opened me up to like a different perspective on dating.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you were so receptive to that boundary. And I, yeah, so I, I, I love that story so much because it's like a, a success story of boundaries. Yes. You know, you implementing one and then you just, you, you hope that the person you're dating is receptive to it. And ideally if the person's not, then that's just someone you don't want to pursue a relationship with. Exactly. Yeah. So in my eyes, like date number two, I just gave us a lot of information about. Yeah you know, how compatible we really are.
1: And I mean, what I would, in hindsight, like if I could go back and do that situation again, mm-hmm. like with, you know, how much perspective has changed, I would actually have outright asked, where's your comfort level when it comes to like intimacy? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Instead uh, yeah, of Yeah, like, I, I mean, I did ask,
0: which I'm so glad you did because
1: oh, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> that guy though. I, I, I can't just like go in and think that it's,
0: because boundaries.
1: Because boundaries, yeah. I feel
0: like I remember early on in dating, my friends would, you know, tell me these, I guess give me tips or what their preferences were. So I kind of had some, some you know, you you kind of tell me what you like, my friends would, and then I would kind of like see if I vibe with it or not. Yeah. And so I had a friend who was like, oh, you don't want a guy who's going to ask you because it's like, it's not sexy. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, but in, in my mind, that kind of just, i like, it seems like you're just, you're, you're crossing a line by yeah. just invading someone's space like that so early to get it out of them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, when I, when I heard that perspective, I was like, I feel like that's not for me. And, and so I, I worked with that and I, yeah, if you, I honestly don't know what I would have done if you would, would have gotten for, okay, I probably would have had to take a step back and just explain the boundary, but yeah. Um, I don't necessarily
1: think it would have changed no, the outcome. I no. just think how we got there might have been a bit differently.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was, it, your approach was definitely made it easier for me. Yeah. yeah,
1: because if I had just like went in for right the kiss for it, without yeah. asking, like that's that's me making an assumption, and I feel like whenever you make an assumption,
0: you know, it's a dangerous
1: it. game. You know what they say? It makes a asset a <laughs> you and, and me. me. Yes. <laughs>
2: um, so
1: I always feel like it's better to ask. It just goes in line yeah. with like my my views on communication
0: and the great approach to like getting to know people. It's another thing, right? Like sure. It's your job to communicate bound, your boundaries, yeah. but it's a great sign when the other person's already interested in knowing what your boundaries are.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, that's just a sign of maturity, I think. Yeah. And, uh, how seriously you take the relationship, another area where you can set boundaries or you should absolutely should set boundaries. And that's emotional. I think this one's important to discuss because everybody comes from different walks of life and different experiences. What someone might consider, a sensitive topic another person doesn't even like setting these boundaries can be touchy like that can absolutely be, these conversations i mean i feel like all of them might be difficult to, to bring up depending on how you think someone's going to perceive your boundary but emotional ones i feel like because you might have to you might have to bring up conversations that might be a little uh triggering for lack of a better word
1: which is the nature of the game right yeah. i mean it's better to get them out in the open as early as possible in
0: conversation yeah
1: because you save yourself from complicated situations like in the future. Right. Yeah. I knew like from the get go, uh, with us dating that like boundaries was going to be something that I was going to set. And I wanted to hear your boundaries, like as soon as possible. Right. Because if they didn't align, at least we know that we're not compatible and compatibility is in my opinion, much more critical to the longevity of the relationship Mm -hmm. than chemistry.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I think we're definitely gonna bring that up again, but yeah, I think compatibility is like uh, the underlying tone of chemistry. I think that's what long term chemistry looks like. But in terms of emotional boundaries, like uh, one thing that I what well, that comes to mind is like pace regarding developing emotional boundaries. So like essentially, like if you've been in a, a previous relationship or have had past experiences. And there was something that that person did that really hurt you um, emotionally. Now you kind of go into your next experience, maybe being wary of that.
1: Yes, that experience may have created another boundary for you, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: I can't think of one right off the top of my head. I wish I could. Can you?
1: With each dating experience that I've gone through, it kind of helps me understand how I want to respect myself. One of the things that I knew I wanted to convey early on was that I do have an, an expectation for communication. I knew that I wasn't going to tolerate being shut out. And that would mean like, you know, if there were, if you were going through something, for instance, and your way of coping with it was stop talking to me, yeah. right? Without an explanation, uh, that wouldn't be something that I would be okay with. Yeah. Right. In that same vein, going into dating you. Yeah. We had talked about, you know, uh, I mean, we had, we had both been ghosted before. Mm-hmm. Um, So that was like one thing that like, we wanted to make sure that wasn't going to happen, happen in this situation. Right. So like just being upfront and reassuring one another that like, if feelings had changed towards one another, yeah. we would have the common courtesy, the decency to vocalize that to one another. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, yeah. and we had
1: talked about that like many times, like probably up until like, 3 months deep when we had officially decided that we were going to be in a relationship together. Yeah. yeah. Do you have
0: Well, I, I mean your your boundary of of ghosting actually that was a pretty big one for me. Yes. Because like being ghosted early on in like talking, like that I can tolerate, but being ghosted like um like when you're you a couple months deep, like that's like an like that's something that I wouldn't have tolerated either. Right.
1: Cuz that's an emotional um, roller coaster you've been on. Yeah. Right. And, and you're
0: right. It's right. It's being shut out. Yeah. No explanation.
1: And going through that, you, you, you know that like it, you know, it's, it's not, it's not pretty. Right. Mm-hmm. Recognizing that we both didn't want to go through that was pretty critical.
0: We talked about it on our first day.
1: We did. <laughs> we, we talked about a lot of things on our first day. Yeah. Yeah. But we, it
0: was so important to us. Yeah. To know that we would not be okay with going through that again. Yeah. It was that important to us that we brought it up on the first date. Yeah. I think that's a good emotional boundary to set because knowing that we both had gone through it and we both very much didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> for me, knowing how you felt about it gave me a lot of comfort in proceeding with the relationship. So it was like, he's been through it. He yeah. knows. Yeah. And I imagine vice versa. Absolutely. That's a, another success story of boundaries is knowing that like once you've gotten your boundary out there and it's well received, Yeah. again, just a, a good sign. It's a yeah. green flag, right?
1: I feel like it's easy to create boundaries when you've experienced Negative situations. People might wonder, like, if, you know, maybe somebody who hasn't dated before, it's like, how do I create a boundary? Like, how do I, you know, know what my boundaries are? And I feel like that's something that I feel like you should think about it. You need to think about the situations that you want to avoid, how you want to proceed in a relationship, what you're looking for. I feel like all of these things, they might seem meticulous to write out or like actually create. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be to, like to your own benefit. Like, if I had done that, like, I feel like that might have saved me from like certain like, negative situations that I've been in, right?
0: Yeah, like I had to establish boundaries for myself. The important part is that you're sitting down with yourself and thinking about what you will and will not tolerate, Yeah, um, what you do and don't expect from a relationship, what you're willing to compromise on and what you're not. Like yeah. having those, thinking about those things is really just the first step in getting comfortable with that practice. As you gain experiences, they will change. I had this experience where I was, where someone would bring their terrible day to me at the end of every day and it was almost like I was responsible for fixing that that's an emotional boundary that I want to talk about because that's something that I was very confused about yeah in terms of dating this was very early on in, in talking to people online
1: how was that experience for you
0: initially it wasn't terrible and so I think i like I recognized I was willing to do that like when necessary unfortunately just in this scenario it was necessary like Almost every day, yeah, um, because it was directly related to like what the guy did as for a living, like his job, right? And so he did it every day, right? And so every day,
1: I can imagine that would be very draining
0: to yeah. have to
1: like listen to and then like pick them back up, yeah, right?
0: And so I was really conflicted because I went, my boundary going in was like, of course I want to be there for emotional support with someone that I am trying to build a relationship with. Right. But you, and and you think it's the nice thing to do. It's the kind thing to do. It's kind to be there for somebody when they're going through something that's rough, but like eventually you kind of have to realize like, is this something that you can actually, when it starts to feel like a
1: responsibility on a daily basis, it's like too much to take on because in my opinion, he's got to be responsible for
0: for, for some of that yeah
1: for some of that yeah
0: yeah like as much as i would like to think that i could do that its just i couldn't yeah so that's a that's a boundary that i had boundary i had set for myself was non-existent i did not set that i didn't have that boundary because i thought i could do it right until you realize how draining it can be when it's frequent yes and then um it ended up being a quality i just couldn't overlook yeah and i lost interest and going into i guess my like starting conversation with someone else like i kind of knew that if I was seeing consistent dependency on me to like uplift mood, it's like, that's something I can't do. right? You got to be able to do it yourself sometimes. Yeah,
2: exactly. I guess
1: another boundary that we had set, pace regarding like how frequently we would see each other.
0: Yeah, that was a big one.
1: I think that's something that uh, can get overlooked in the, you know, the the dopamine of uh, meeting somebody and talking to somebody. Like I've had experiences where, you know, I've started dating somebody. And we're seeing each other like multiple times a week. Right. Yeah. And then that starts to feel like that's the norm, especially when you do it like right at the jump. You know, some people are going to be okay with that. And some people are able to maintain that consistency, but it it started to feel like a responsibility to me.
0: Yeah. It it goes back to one of those things of like, can you maintain this, this practice that you guys have got going on? Very similar to like frequency of of messaging each other, calling each other, meeting each other is another you where you have to kind of, you have to pick a pattern that you can maintain for a long time. That's
1: realistic. Yeah. yeah. And, and that'll change over time, but I feel like it's better to start off small in that regard and then work your way up. Right.
0: Yeah. One of the factors we talked about too, with, um, maintaining, it was a, I mean, so for reference, we met once a week almost, right? Yeah. Well, It was once a week. Yeah. yeah. One of the reasons I knew I didn't want to, I couldn't do that or I didn't want to do that. And I, I'd read it somewhere and I'd, I've heard about it is essentially that when you meet people or you meet someone you're dating so frequently at the beginning, you get a bit confused as to what the positive experience you're experiencing is. Is it, uh, like, do you actually really like this person or are you filling in? Is it like
1: the high of a new experience? Yeah. And then also
0: like, I mean, everyone who's dating to some degree has acknowledged that they are lonely single and that's why, that's why you're, you're seeing a partner. Yeah doing things with somebody else, arguably for most people yeah, is preferred. Sometimes just having that person that you're seeing like a bunch during a week, like you just crave the company. So that can be misleading, Yeah, right? If you're in a, if you're dating somebody and you know, you're spending a lot of time with this person, sometimes just like being in the company of somebody else is worth it. And then you're not necessarily falling for that person. You're just falling for the company. Yeah. There was another component to that that I'm, I'm missing. It was Oh, it was burning too bright, too fast. All of those fun experiences that you do initially, like where you're just constantly like, I'm sure, I'm sure it's other hormones, but like dopamine. Yeah. I think serotonin as well.
1: It's really hard to maintain that like consistent, like hit of dopamine for yeah. instance, right? Eventually there's going to be a crash.
0: Seeing somebody all the time, very frequently for a lot of people, not everybody, you eventually just wear out the high. How I wanted to approach dating was the slow burn Yeah. is I wanted to see someone approximately once a week whatever I could maintain with my schedule so in in our case like we we had our boundary of meeting once a week and then we would talk but then we also had our boundaries with talking so we didn't it it wasn't excessive either way I had a lot of time to consider like alone time and reflect that's important too I don't really know if this fits in boundaries but it's important to reflect on how you feel about a person when they're not there
1: absolutely I think that is a boundary right when Yeah.
0: yeah when when they're not in your presence yeah think about how you feel about that person right because if you don't have that, again, like it, it could be another factor that's making you feel positively. Again, just not being lonely. It could be the fact that you're attracted to them. Yeah. Um, That attraction alone can feel like I'm falling in love with this person, but in actuality like, do you like their personality? Do you like their behaviors? Do you like, you know, what they bring to the table in other ways, right? Like you have to consider those things and it's hard to do when they're around.
1: Right. And just to clarify, like this isn't necessarily true for everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No. Some people are able to handle the consistent early like interactions with the yeah. person that they're dating. You're
0: right. I, I have friends who, yeah, they yeah, totally thrived in that.
1: Right. I, I just feel like I wasn't somebody who was able to do that. Me like, either. I feel like I needed to experience that slow burn, slowly implementing the person that I'm getting into my, my routine, because I yeah. feel like routine is, is critical. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to feel responsible. Like I had this responsibility to see somebody like all the time. Yeah. Uh, because that I've experienced that. And I feel like it changes your life pretty quickly and I feel like at some point it's like, you, you got to kind of like get back to other facets of yeah, life. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, like you, you're, you're getting that hit of dopamine. You're, you're, you're getting excited to hang out with this person. You want to keep experiencing that, that, that high, that, that good feeling. Right. Yeah. But like life will eventually get yeah. in the way. Right. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's, and well, if you, yeah. yeah, if
1: you haven't like implemented like a relationship or somebody that you're dating into your schedule in like an effective, like realistic way, more often than not, it's going to hit that point where you hit a wall and it's like, okay, like now I'm just like drained. You yeah. Know what I
0: mean? The last kind of boundary that I want to talk about, and this, this list is like, it can, it could go on. These are like the main boundaries I felt like I needed to implement in a relationship. The last one I want to bring is like relationship milestones. So like, I guess how people interpret what that looks like when you should be hitting those milestones. Because everybody's got, again, different walks of life. Like right. it's a different expectation there.
1: I feel like that was something that like we also learned about each other as we were yeah. moving forward around the three month mark, I had already internally decided that we're a couple. Right. Yeah. And nothing was said. I just, it was something that I had felt right. Like yeah. just based off the way it was going. Yeah. You on the other hand, like, like you asked me, sure. Yeah. God, like, what are we? Right. And I hadn't really experienced that question before, but again, like, like similar to the, uh, getting shot down with the, <laughs> the kiss, I appreciated you asking me that because I recognized that that was a boundary that you were making clear at that point. Yeah.
0: There was two boundaries in that, that one circumstance. One was I need like verbal communication and confirmation Yeah, um, that we both are on the same page. We both understand what we're, where we are, where, what we're doing. Um, the second is if by three months we weren't really in a relationship, I was going to need to either establish that we were in a relationship. And if we couldn't, like that was something I there was something we would have had to do at that point because three months into dating, like I needed some sort of commitment. Yeah. That's a boundary I set for myself. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when I asked you, I even like, I felt awkward doing it. I made a joke of it.
1: You, you, like I I could tell you felt awkward.
0: I jokingly was like, what are (laughs) you?
1: And I was like, we're in a relationship. It's okay.
0: (laughs) I feel like people get that. uh, I, I, maybe it's a female stereotype. I don't know. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with, Being the one who's like, who's going to ask like, what, what are we? I'm glad Uh,
1: you did. And I feel like that, that also, it was another like thing that I learned about you when you had asked that it's like, okay, Abby uh, is somebody that like wants to talk about it instead of just assuming, which I learned to appreciate in a different way, because I feel like after that point, I think that like opened the floodgates. How do we want to like discuss our relationship moving forward? and we've had like many conversations like after that point where we've asked like very direct questions about yeah, yeah. love what or what we think love is yeah um getting married like like the timeline right yeah. And i think that that moment i learned something more about you yeah you know
0: yeah like i it was a moment or an opportunity for you to be made aware that that's a boundary like open communication about our direction or where we are in terms of being in a relationship and a couple, like that's something I'll need. So essentially like I would bring it up, but by doing that with Kyle, like, like he's in, like he's saying that he, he was able to pick up that. I like doing that. Yes. Um, And then, so he was able to incorporate it on his end, which is something I loved. Another thing is also like, I think being able to establish your boundaries with your milestones is important because other people have different milestones. And the last thing you want is that to influence how you want to run your relationship, how both of you, because both of you have a say and yeah. how, how how the relationship's going. But yeah, you don't want what you think your friends are doing to move you forward. Right. Um, or influence what you think is just better for you. Everybody's different. Everybody's right? different. Yeah. Like I'm someone who needs a lot of commitment and then confirmation of the commitment. Whereas I've ha- I know people who don't really like to talk about that. Yeah. Um, because they think it adds pressure to the relationship. And that's yeah. they don't thrive in that. exactly right i think it's beneficial but if it's something that makes somebody uncomfortable if it makes the relationship just seem like a chore to have those conversations i think (laughs) that's open to interpretation how how you're going to handle that but what's another relationship milestone that we we kind of talked about meeting friends meeting the parents yeah um yeah i mean i guess those are just other examples but yeah you kind of have to figure out like when that feels right for you yeah and then make sure you guys are both on the same page like i had a very like from a previous experience, like, the guy I was dating, like, would not meet my friends. Yeah. And that was kind of something I didn't understand.
2: Yeah.
0: Until I got ghosted and then I understood it.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, um, so with Kyle, I, I, I was uncomfortable bringing it up because I was like, apparently this might be a touchy subject for some people. Yeah. But yeah, like, it, it was just a way for me to, it was a milestone I need we needed to hit and I, it was important to me yeah. from a previous experience and obviously you were fine with it.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um bring on
1: the friends. You have great friends.
0: Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's all I really have all I have to bring for relationship milestones.
1: Another one would be uh like there are cultural boundaries yeah. that uh were also set. Yep. One of them being getting engaged. Yeah. Right. And how, like, which is, again, like, is something that, I mean, we're not engaged yet. It's common to get engaged early in Pakistani culture. Mm-hmm. And then that, that like period of being engaged, it's not uncommon for it to be like prolonged.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: Engagement isn't something that scares me. Like, I wouldn't be dating you if I didn't foresee mm-hmm. us getting to that like end game point. Yeah. So I'm glad that you brought that up because that was something that like, I imagine like a conversation you probably had with your parents as well. Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I um. Yeah. That's a great point. It's just again, it's that level of commitment I've like always needed. Yeah. Um. So again, just like early on in our, our relationship, it was verbal communication, verbal confirmation that we both established this is a relationship.
2: Yeah. Uh, just makes it really
1: easy to yeah. like be in the relationship and like move forward, knowing that you're both on like line yeah. yeah. And like, there's there's no worry. Like, I, I don't have to worry about what you're thinking because we've made that commitment to each other. Yeah. Um, through the boundaries that we set. Right.
0: And essentially my rationale going into it was that I, I needed to tell Kyle that being engaged was like important to me. Yeah. Even if, you know, a North American by North American standards, like a year or so. Is kind of early. Yeah. But for my family, that was kind of late. Yeah. So we had to, we had to talk about that. We had to kind of figure out what was good for us. What, yeah. what was our milestone? What we felt was appropriate. I had to kind of know what Kyle felt comfortable with yeah. in terms of like making that next move of, of getting engaged.
1: And for me, like, I just want to say that like those boundaries that were set were music to my ears mm. because it was it, at the end of the day, it's reassurance that like we're working towards something. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: The person you want to be in a relationship with, the person who's going to be constructive to a relationship, partner who's going to be constructive to a relationship will like hearing your boundaries. Yes. And they will like telling you theirs Yeah, because that's really the only way for you to communicate to each other, like how to navigate each other.
1: Yeah. And the more boundaries that are set, like, again, like the easier it it makes the relationship, right? Because it's like you have these guidelines that you're...
0: Takes out the guesswork.
1: It takes out the guesswork, right? I don't need to like wonder like, hey, if Abby doesn't message me like after...
0: I'd say like a couple hours, like a shift at work. Yeah. Like Kyle knows that's normal. Yeah. I want to um, reference a Instagram reel that you sent to me the other day regarding boundaries because we kind of knew this is something we want to talk about relatively soon in the podcast. It was a girl asking her boyfriend if he wanted to hang out. He says no because he needs, you know, some alone time. And she's like, that's fine. And so she's thinking she's having she's having all these doubts that he's, you know, having second thoughts, not into her seeing somebody else. Yeah. And all he, his, all he's thinking internally is like, man, I love her. Yeah. Like she was so understanding. That was so easy. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I think needed to happen is a prior conversation for him to acknowledge like, Hey, like every now and then, like I'm going to need some alone time. Exactly. I need some space.
2: Yeah.
1: So Um, when it does come up and he asks, it's like, Oh yeah. Like he, he had already brought this up. So I already
0: knew that about him. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's a great segue into the overarching benefits to, setting up boundaries. So regardless of what your boundaries are, they're going to benefit you. And one of the reasons I think they benefit is removing feelings of hurt and anxiety. That real demonstrates that.
1: When you are experiencing anxiety in a relationship, it can compromise like your, your judgment, right? And it can put you in a state where maybe you're not thinking clearly, right? Maybe you say something you you shouldn't have said. So I agree. Yeah. Boundaries in that sense, like really help you keep a level head when it comes to your relationship.
0: You know, luckily Kyle and I have talked about our space to reiterate, we've implemented that through texting and, and how often we see each other. Yeah. Like even now, like we've been dating for almost a year. So we, we have a pretty set schedule. We do. Yeah. Of when we see each other, it's, you know, definitely once a weekend Yeah. on Sundays. And then um, maybe during once during the week, as long as our schedules allow it. Yeah. Um, but in between then, like there's constant phone calls, constant texting.
1: Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's, it's so embedded in our routine now yeah. where it, 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 it just feels normal right? Yeah. It doesn't feel like when, like to message you or to call you, it's like, oh, I just,
0: we just do it now. I just yeah. want to call her. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and should that not happen? I mean, we we know like well enough to like ask, I guess it's like, is everything okay? Like
1: I actually wanted to dive <laughs> yeah. in here. I think we're really good at recognizing when we might veer from our boundaries or like communication, for instance, right? If you, like, sometimes I might I actually feel that like Oh, like Abby seems a little off today. Right. Mm -hmm. But instead of like overthinking it, I trust that like at some point
0: I would just bring it up,
1: you'll bring it up and you always do
0: something you're reminding me of. So one of the reasons I also don't like to bombard you with texts, like for example, say I have free time. It doesn't, my inclination is not necessarily to bombard you with a bunch of texts or something and then expect responses immediately just because I have free time doesn't mean you have free time. Yes. Um, It's very
1: adults (laughs) of you to recognize. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Um, like this boundary is also just like respecting each other's time,
1: absolutely, which is important, right?
0: Yeah. And so once sometimes I'll veer off from that if I'm like going like really going through it something emotionally. Sometimes like I'll be really stressed out with school or something. and i I used to text Kyle first to see if he was free for a phone call. But sometimes I would just be like spiraling into some an emotion, and I'll just call him,
1: yeah, And I feel like I've recognized at this moment. If you call me, it's like, you know,
0: it's just something that needs to be addressed Yeah, relatively quickly or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I like to think that most of the time when I do that, I still like to check that you, you are available. Yeah. you. I mean, you'll
1: always start the call with like, Hey, like, are you free to talk?
0: Yeah. But even like little things like that, right. Just like, just taking the moment to like, yeah, you're going through it and he answered the phone, but just like double checking, like he's available. And again, like, you know, that if I do that, like something, something's going on. So you'll make the time. (laughs) Or you you have so far the way I interpret it is like you're more receptive to me in those moments. Like that was just very considerate to do. Yeah, like we we, yeah we've gotten to a point where we'll we'll randomly just call each other. Oh yeah. If we just need to talk about something or or even to like kill time.
1: Yeah. Um, we're doing that kind of yeah a lot. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And uh, really, the only boundary we've set there is just double checking that the other person's free. Yeah. Rather than just assuming. Yeah. Yeah, it's just little boundaries like that. But for example, if we did call and the other person wasn't free. You're not automatically going to assume there's some malicious intent yeah. because, you know, we just, it's, you know, we've communicated that that's kind of how we have to handle things.
1: Yes. Is there anything else? I mean, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to power through. Yeah. yeah,
2: Okay.
0: One of the ones you've touched on actually was better management of other areas in in your life and, and balance. So you touched on this when you were talking about how frequently you might see somebody. When you set a boundary about seeing someone, and it's a realistic one, right? We'll use once a week, for example. It just allows for you to also succeed and imp- put in the time that's required in other areas of your life, work, school, yeah. There it can also be your other relationships. Like you still have to maintain your relationship with your family members, yeah. with your friends. Um, There's a lot more
1: to life than just the person that you're seeing. Yeah. Right? And, yeah.
0: And you have to set the boundaries, like what you're capable of putting in. Yes. The other person has to acknowledge what you're capable of putting in and then vice versa. You have to be aware as to what your partner's able to put in those are important to know like from the get-go from the jump because it's it's just it's hopefully going to project in your future about like you know what you're in for i think that
1: was it for that do we want to wrap it up i think so okay so i guess i'll say before we wrap it up boundaries are important and they're not always going to come to you easily right sometimes like you're going to have to go through a shitty experience to realize like that's a boundary that like i'm going to implement into my next dating experience right And that's okay. The more boundaries you recognize that you want to implement, the easier it's going to get to, uh, finding like, you know, that person, the person who that you, like you want to be with.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. Like there's finding, again, it comes back to compatibility. Like what's that? Per- is that person willing to meet your boundaries? Yeah. And if not, they're not a terrible person. Yeah. That's okay. Person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boundaries is like a, there's so much to unpack there. Right? I know
1: there <laughs> might have to be a part two.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can also leave it into other topics, which I'm excited to do. All righty. Do
1: you want to sign us off?
0: We'll see you next week, guys.
1: Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell.
0: Hit the bell. Hit <laughs> <laughs> the bell. be notified. Yeah, we're, noti-
1: we're, yeah, we're new to this. I'm still, I'm, I'm <laughs> I almost still... said we're notified. <laughs> uh, we'll know it's going out because we'll upload it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for watching, everyone. Um, until next week. Love your socks. Love your socks. Love your
2: socks. Bye.